and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. And today we are here to do our first episode of Drunk History. That's right. Can we get a cheers? Cheers. Yeah, you thought it was lit last week, people. Yeah, that was nothing. That was just a warm-up. They're like, they're so drunk. LOL. Bitch. We are already kind of drunk, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. We've been drinking quite a few hours before the show. So A few hours. I'd say about an hour. Uh, About like an hour. But we've been like doing some work. We have pre-gamed. Pre-gamed. And yeah, disclaimer, (laughs) please lower your expectations for this episode, people, because we are drinking. And so we're just here to have a good time. This is the sesh. We're here to have a good time on this show. And many of you have requested more drunk episodes. And when we mentioned the idea of doing drunk history, you guys were all about it. So of course, we are going to start it off this week with the perfect story for this week, and that is the true story of Thanksgiving, which we have touched on a mile higher before, but we wanted to revisit it today. I feel like it's something that people should revisit every year. I agree. It's so important. Honestly, it's a great point. Yeah. I think that especially, well, maybe it's changed now, um, but when I was in school, <laughs> I had a very twisted idea of what Thanksgiving was. Me too. And honestly, I think we, a lot of us do. I feel like a lot of people who really know the truth about Thanksgiving are younger generations. Mm-hmm. So, cause I think that, you know, older generations, including ours was taught bullshit. Yep. That is so what we're happened. here to enlighten you guys about the truth, <laughs> but only so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not historians. No. Okay. Like Janelle said, manage your expectations, <laughs> yeah, please. please, because we are only, but two girls with some wine and Google. So That's at the end right. of the day, we're just going to do our best. I feel like we understand the story for the most part. And yeah. we, like I said, we have covered it before. So yes, but if you're but looking, we are drinking, if so. you're literally trying to like write an essay and use us as a yeah, source, please God, don't. do not. Cause you will fail. Yeah. Okay. You will fail. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Disclaimer. We're just here for fun. Mm-hmm. But yes, we're going to be drinking on some wine. We're going to talk about the true story of Thanksgiving today. And we're also going to be doing our own version of the National Dog Show. That's a big tradition here in America is our big dog show every year. Uh, I used to watch it with my mom all the time. She's really into the, she really? loves the dog show. Like, she just likes dogs. Yeah, so. of course. And they're cute. I mean, it's, our grandpa was pretty into the oh, dog yeah, show he too. Was. Yeah, he Grandy loved the dog show. It's fun. I tuned in for the parade, but I would watch the dog show after because yeah. it was just on. Yeah, for real. It's pretty good. I mean, normally I'm not into the ranking of dogs or judging dogs. Yeah, I want them all them. to win. It makes me very upset. I agree. Um, but we want to rank our own dogs yeah. <laughs> for the year. Fuck that. They are them. up for, you know, maybe next time they can get first place. Maybe yeah. we'll do this next year. You know what? That's such a good idea. We make yeah. this like an annual thing. Yeah. It's like, like dog of the year. Okay. So so-and-so came in last place this year, but this year they actually got their shit together. So they're in first. Exactly. And you know, they're always changing. Favorite dogs are <laughs> yeah, always changing. Favorite dogs are always changing. So we made our own little ranking system and we're going to be bringing even my big dogs into the studio. Don't tell Josh. And <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. going to be a real fun time. I'm excited. And we are also sipping on some wine, usual wines. Cheers to usual wines for sponsoring yes. our show for a second time in a row. We really appreciate it this as well as, good. yeah, it's bomb you guys, as well as Tushy and Etitude. Thank mm-hmm. you guys as well. We really appreciate all the support. It means a lot to us truly. Um, so yeah, let's freaking get started. Shall we? Yeah. Let's freaking start. Let's start. So Thanksgiving. We've spent many a Thanksgiving together, actually. Many of the years. Yes, we have. Probably. Pretty much like every single one, I feel like. Pretty close much. To. Especially when we were young tots. Yes, young tots. We used to go to our grandparents' house and 
just run around and do wild shit on Thanksgiving. On it, like, what was Thanksgiving for us? It was just like a time mm, to. Yeah. Fuck it was like pre Christmas. <laughs> it was like pre Christmas, and it always kind of has been for me. Yeah. I don't know. Thanksgiving is definitely not one of my fave holidays. No. And especially once I learned the meaning of it, yeah. I hated it. Even I know. More. Then I was like, what the fuck is this? I know. And our family never talked about the true meaning of Thanksgiving. No, I don't think they know, which by the way, mom, dad, stepmom, stepdad, whatever, who's watching. If you guys don't know the true story, okay, listen up because I know I seriously think they didn't know. Uh, yeah. They may not have. I no. mean, in schools, you're taught a completely different story. So mm -hmm. I personally will be teaching my kids every year on Thanksgiving. We're going to go over the true story of Thanksgiving, even though it's brutal. It's important that, you know, they know the truth and we yeah. teach the next generation because it's really appalling that we celebrate this holiday. It honestly is. It's kind of disgusting. It really it is, is disgusting. It is disgusting. Honestly, my whole view of this holiday has, excuse me, changed since then because of the fact that we know the truth now. I honestly think of it as like honoring those who have been here, mm -hmm. like the native Americans who have been here the whole time. And that's really what Thanksgiving to me like means at least. I think a lot of people celebrate it that way now. Well, not celebrate it, but take it as a day to remember what our native American friends have been through Yeah, and really reflect on what that means and how this has affected history and people that still live today on reservations and all over the country. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important that we like take this time and really think about what it is. Cause so many of us just go to the dinner and it's all about, you know, you just got You just eat a bunch of food. You yeah. hang out with family. And I get that. And that's why a lot of people love Thanksgiving. Yeah. And our family is kind of like a, whatever kind of threw it together. It wasn't yeah. a big deal no. by any means, but I know some families, it's a really big yeah. tradition. Yes. It's all, it's mainly focused on the food and you know, I get it. I understand that people have nostalgia attached to Thanksgiving. And so they like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but it is important to remember what really happened on that day. Absolutely. And, you know, many countries have changed their, their days that are similar to Thanksgiving to native people's day mm -hmm. or indigenous people's day. Like I know Australia has done that with their, whatever their version of Thanksgiving is. They've completely changed the holiday. And a lot of people are starting to do that here. And I know some schools are even starting to teach the real story and really take a new kind of new age approach exactly. to it, which is really cool. Honestly, guys, this is so cringe, which I'm sure you, Kendall, and probably a lot of you can relate to that when I was in school, I was literally making like feather crowns and stuff. Like that's what oh, our yeah. teachers had us do. Like we would dress up as Indians and pilgrims. I don't remember super well if I straight up ever was dressed as a Indian or a pilgrim. Oh. I remember people doing that. I don't know if I was, if I, I ever did that or I will admit it. I, I definitely was. did the Turkey hand. Oh yeah. The, yep. The Turkey hand. Yeah. No, know. my school was very into the Indians and pilgrims thing. And That's so fucked up. It is fucked up. I remember up. even when we were, even Terrible. when we were in college, we were in college. There were still people throwing parties that were Indian and pilgrim themed around yeah. Thanksgiving. It was so disgusting. I never went to one of those, but yeah really yeah well i guess it's like when you don't really bother to tell like, to educate yourself on mm -hmm. the truth and you're kind of just like whatever i'm just gonna do it because it's tradition and that's kind of setting up i mean future generations for a big problem too when we're teaching people when they're young that it's okay to dress as these indians or dress as a, a pilgrim which is almost even worse you're dressing up as a murderer essentially mm -hmm. um, or people who were murdered. Yeah. So it's, it's very odd to be, you know, some people will dress up as pilgrims or uh, Indians for even Halloween. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange. I think the whole, well, cultural appropriation, I think obviously has always been a thing, but now it's very much so 
in the spotlight and people are mm-hmm. becoming much more aware of what a costume is and then what it means to just completely mm-hmm. disrespect a culture um, and where there's, yeah, there should be a line yeah. that some people just for so long, that line was not made clear. I agree. You know? Yeah. But I think things are changing. I mean, for one, this is I like hope. so random and dumb, but one thing I noticed was on my Google calendar on the day after Thanksgiving, which is typically black Friday, they have a thing marked in here that says native American heritage day, which I didn't, I never heard heard of that when I was a kid, the day after nope. Thanksgiving being dedicated to, to native Americans. Nope. Never was taught that in school. So I think that there are changes being made and mm-hmm. I want to hear from you guys. Um, if you guys have kids, you know, who are in elementary, middle school, stuff like that, how, how do they celebrate and learn about Thanksgiving? I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah. Cause we definitely get such a wrong version. Oh my God. It's Terrible. really disgusting and sad. Oh, it's horrible. It's like, it's honestly, it's honestly like a joke to be like, it's, it's so, it's so far off what, what yeah. actually happened. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, the Thanksgiving holiday itself doesn't even make sense. No, it's not even accurate. To this. It, the whole thing is completely fucking wrong is the bottom line. It's really, really bad. It's honestly atrocious and that the, we are still taught this. The reason why Thanksgiving was made a national holiday is such a bizarre reason, which we will mm-hmm. get into later. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. But, when I found that out, I was like, wait, what? That's why? Okay. Yeah, it's very, very odd. Oh, cringe. So this Thanksgiving, if you are getting together with family, maybe encourage other family members to look into the true story of Thanksgiving. Understand why they're even getting together or what the meaning behind the day even is. And maybe consider like asking them to donate to somewhere that helps Native American yeah. people. I mean, we have so many, especially during COVID. Now yeah. is the fucking time. Yep. So we have plenty of links in the description box so you can encourage your family and friends to do that in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Giving. Give thanks, thanks by give, giving, giving back. Yep, absolutely. And then run out to the stores 12 hours later and buy a bunch of shit on Black Friday. Okay, yeah. Can we talk about Black Friday? <laughs> yeah, you want to talk Friday. about, let's talk about that for a fucking second. I okay. agree. I hate Black Friday so much. <sighs> It's so bad. Like I understand. And especially this year, I don't want to be insensitive. People, times are tough. People are stressed out about how they're going to like make Christmas happen for their families. And I understand it. Sales matter. Yeah. Deals matter. It makes a big difference. Oh, I'm not end. against sales. I totally get that. You and I love a good sale. Of course okay. we do. Bitch, we of love a good sale. We love a good sale. Everyone does. But the excessive, uh, the like literally in America. Camping out overnight. Yeah. Oh my gosh, pushing pushing each each other in the face. Some of the videos that you see after Black Friday are so scary, which let's hope they're making rules this year. I was just thinking about that because of COVID. Yeah. People shoving each other, standing in line. Like, hopefully that's not happening this year. I'm sure. But I always feel so bad for the employees that are working on Thanksgiving when they should be with their families or they have to cut their stuff short because they have to go to work. Yep. You know, I only had to do that one time in my life and I'm, I feel very privileged to be able to say that, you know, doing the black Friday thing. Yeah. And it was stressful mm-hmm. that one year I had to do it. Like I can't imagine doing that grind all the time. Yeah. Black Friday crowds, people are fucking vicious ruthless. out there. Mm-hmm. Ruthless. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they will like push your ass down over a free TV, which is like so weird to me. Cause like you can buy everything online. Why don't you just go I know. Buy online? I know. Fuck. I mean, I'm not saying I don't partake in the deals. I still do, but from the comfort of my uh-huh. house, you know, totally. Um, I, just, I don't know. It's just like, and especially the, the fact that so many stores open on Thanksgiving now, that's I was what's just really about to say that. Up. So it's like, okay, so we have families sitting around at the table being like, Oh, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for this. 
and then be like, oh, sorry guys, I gotta get get the, hit the road because Best Buy is open at 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving, so I gotta get the fuck in there so I can get my 50 inch TV for X amount of money. It's like, wait, what? How backwards is that? It's so fun. It's a really fucked up time in America, honestly. It's embarrassing that we all celebrate this fucking holiday that's a, you know, made on lies, and then we run out and buy, <laughs> buy a bunch shit. of shit. It's so embarrassing. Oh my god. Uh. Which, by the way, if any of you guys are working on Black Friday or God forbid Thanksgiving, I just want to say shout out to you. Honestly, thank you guys for, I guess, making the show go on. I, I don't even. Yeah. How about risking your risking, life? This honestly, year? yeah, my risking god. your life this year, and, and that doesn't go just for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Um, but yeah, I just mm. want to say that. I'm sorry you have to work those terrible hours. Like I genuinely feel so bad for, for so many folks that, you know, for them, Thanksgiving is just another giant busy work day. Even more. It's like the worst day of the year. It's so stressful. Exactly. So they can't even enjoy the time with their families barely at all. Like it's, you know, some people are, they're lucky if they even get to see their families, which this whole year is weird because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people have had to change their plans quite a bit from what they normally do. What are what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? So John and I are trying to pick between hitting up the McDonald's or the T-Bell, okay? <laughs> like, we're really trying to have a stress-free holiday season. And obviously, I you know don't want to... I would love to see my family, but I'm not about to go selfishly like risk their mm-hmm, lives and my mm-hmm. life. So... John and I are literally just going to hang out, which I'm kind of excited for because I've never spent a holiday at home, just like really low key doing nothing. And yeah. I'm very excited for that. Doesn't that sound really nice? We're I think we're going to do the same thing. Like we were supposed to go to Washington. We mm-hmm. had booked that trip months ago, but you know, with every, everything's worse right now than yeah. it even was back in, you know, early quarantine days, exactly. March, April. So uh, we're completely canceling everything, hunkering down. I don't even think I'm going to see my parents. Like, I'm just going to stay home. Maybe we'll see you guys because yeah. we see you for work anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah I think I'm going to kind of hunker down. Things are getting pretty bad. It's getting really bad. I don't know about what state you live in, but in Colorado, it's extremely rampant right now. COVID is. is running rampant. We're running out of space in the ICU. And it's very scary times. Honestly, the last thing I need to do is go see family and then stress out for the next two weeks that maybe they got COVID because of me or vice yeah. versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's just, it's too big of a risk. Yep. So yeah, I'm just going to hang out at home, watch Netflix and eat my cheesy Gordy to grunt, crunch <laughs> or, or my filet fish Okay. Not going to lie. One of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had was the year that Josh and I were supposed to go to someone's house and it snowed really bad and we couldn't get there. So we bailed and got to go to the movie theater nearby <laughs> And it was so fun. Really? It was like the best Thanksgiving. I'll always remember how much fun we had That's that day. Kind of iconic, honestly. Yeah, it Going was. To- it was really nice. Yeah. I want to take a bath on Thanksgiving. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I'm curious. Are you Which, guys hosting a little yeah. party or? I know some people are probably really bummed out. Like we yeah. sound all positive no, about totally. it. No, totally. And I understand that because we have the privilege of living by our parents and being able to see them kind of whenever we want. So I understand mm-hmm. that for a lot of people, Thanksgiving and these types of holidays are, you know, the one and only opportunity that they get to actually yeah. spend time with their family. And totally. So I totally empathize with folks who, you know, it is a big deal or they had big plans or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I feel really bad, honestly. But if you canceled your plans, thank you. Yeah. It means a lot to the rest of us. Absolutely. But um, hopefully we can cheer you guys up a little bit with our dog show. Yes. Are you ready to bring in the contestants? Let's bring in the contestants. One of them's barking outside like yeah. a rude ass. He's going crazy. Maybe he goes first. <laughs> Should we put his ass first? All right. Oakley, 
coming up next. <laughs> so our first contestant is Mr. Oakley, the Pyrenees, great Pyrenees, if you will. He is a little over one years old. Oh, he's on the move. He's- <laughs> Oakley loves extra big bones. He loves sleeping and barking at any unknown people and dogs and coyotes that stroll past his yard. Oakley is ready at all times to protect the littles. He might be big and tough and scary when he needs to be, but 99% of the time, he's a big teddy bear. All right, it is ranking time. Sorry, he was not cooperating. <laughs> okay, first up, overall behavior lately. Honestly, I got to give him like an eight because he's been pretty good. Okay. He has really been turning that puppy corner, especially his indoor behavior has been much better. <laughs> okay, sitting ability. We've got to test this one on camera. Oakley, come. Oh. That's a good That boy. was pretty good. First try that sit. That was pretty good. Judges, what do we think here? I don't know. I think that's that's pretty good. That's yeah? pretty quick. I'd say like a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Shit. All right. 10 out of 10. It's pretty good. Okay. Potty trainedness. One through 10. <laughs> Oakley? Oakley's pretty potty trained. He's like a 10. Yeah. He gets a 10 on that. Yeah. He's totally potty trained. Listening skills. They're not too bad, but they're not too good. I said they're bad when I'm, whenever you guys are out of town and I decide to babysit, he says, Fuck you guys. Yeah, he definitely has selecting. He's gone a lot better. I will has be he? interested once we're able to travel again after COVID, what you'll think of okay. more adult version of Oakley. Oh, He's okay. gotten a little better. Well, I would say his potty train or his listening skills are a six, seven. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Six or a seven. Let's give him a seven. Benefit of the doubt. Okay. His walking skills. Very good walker. Barely needs a leash. He'll stay right by your side. Iconic. 10 I'd out of say, 10. yeah, 10 out of 10. Wonderful. Protect this house ability. Protect this house. He does protect this house. I say 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Damn, Oak. Okay. Rabbit respect level. Does he respect the rabbits? He does. He, he gets a 10 out of 10 for that. Respects the- <laughs> wow, Mr. He does. Oak. He never fucks with the rabbits. No, he doesn't. Neediness scales. Ooh. One is needy. 10 is independent. He's like a 10. He's very independent. <laughs> oh my gosh, Oakley, I think you might win this shit. <laughs> Brat scale. Mm. So you deduct a certain amount of points based on their one to ten bitchiness level. Right. I mean, he's Oakley's definitely not very bitchy. Not no, but he was definitely a little savage in the earlier yeah. days. Yeah. Mm. I would say like a seven or an a eight. seven. Okay. Yeah. A seven. He's that well, that bitchy. He's a ten out of I don't know. Bernie's oh, sorry. Like Bitchiness is one, is 10 out of 10 is bitchy. I would say like maybe like a three then. Yeah. I'd Oakley. say he gets like a th- minus three for that. Okay. And bonus point section, bonus points for dogs who have hops. Ooh. Oakley does not have any hops. No hops. Um, doesn't destroy toys. He actually gets that. He doesn't destroy toys. He just slobbers all over them. <laughs> he gets two for that. Can do a trick of any type. Hey, he just showed us his shake. Mm-hmm. Gets four for that. Mm-hmm. Goes potty quickly. Does he go potty quickly? Yeah, he yeah, does. He does. All right. Plus two. Plus two. All right. Let's add his ass up. But in the meantime, let's get the next contestant in here. Uh, let's get let's get a mooch up here. A, a little Maggie mooch, mooch. A little Maggie mooch. All right. Let me grab her one sec. So Miss Maggie is a two-year-old Maltese Brewer Terrier mix who we love very much. She is also known as Moochie and Doits. <laughs> She was born in a puppy mill and her mother chewed her foot off when she was only a few days old. So Miss Maggie is missing her little foot 
However, that does not stop no, her one it bit. it does not. Her favorite treat is her cheesy sticks or her dentist sticks. Her favorite toy is her ducky, and she prefers to spend her time running around in the house, chewing toys, and getting into other mischief. Mm-hmm. A fun fact is that when she barks, it sounds exactly like a rooster, which has given her the name rooster mm-hmm. among our house. <laughs> <laughs> she really does sound like a rooster. It's crazy. Okay. All right, Maggie, are you ready to be judged? All right, let's judge this little girl. Mooch, here we go. Ready, baby? What's going on, Mom? Overall behavior lately, one through ten. What do you think? Um, overall behavior, I would say probably like an eight. Okay. She's pretty good, but she's kind of a savage at some points. Yeah. So, how about her sitting ability, Maggie? Ooh, let's test it out, can Maggie. You sit? sit. Oh, she's like, do you have a toy, Maggie? Can you sit? Oh my god, it's embarrassing. She can sit. I don't think she wants to do it because she's on I the table. I think the table's wigging her out. The tables. She's actually very skilled. Maggie, sit. She says, ain't, I'm not sitting sit. on nothing. Sit for a treat. Maggie, what's this? Can you sit? She says, absolutely not. Okay, well, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> well, unfortunately, ma'am, she gets a zero out that of 10 is, for that. Oh. Oh, all right. It was delayed, so let's give her a three out of 10 for that. <laughs> Poor Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Potty trainness. Um, She's pretty potty trained except for at your house she likes, yeah, to shit. Say. she likes to shit in your fucking basement and i don't know why yep. she does that she enjoys it quite much i would give her probably minus that though she's like 100 percent potty trained so i'd probably give her like a seven can we do a seven does she deserve a seven yeah no yeah, i'd say like a five. Oh, <laughs> potty trainness okay I fine i guess at home maybe like a six all right six all right six <laughs> Uh, listening skills. Mm, she's a pretty good listener, honestly. If we tell her some shit, she usually not wants to know what's up. So I would say like a nine for listening. She wants to know what's up? She wants to know. If we tell her, she's like, okay, what are you trying to say to me? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Walking skills. She's a great walker. She loves to go on walks. She doesn't really pull that hard and she kind of just walks with you. So I'm going to give her a 10. Nice. Protect this house. Okay, for a small little yeah. dog. She goes off. She goes off. That she, rooster mode that kicks rooster in. That rooster mode kicks in, guys. So I trust her to be a guard dog. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say like a seven out of 10. Seven? Yeah, I mean, how much can she actually do? That's true. Okay, fine. <laughs> Protect this house. All right, fine. Uh, rabbit respect level. Um, not good at first when she was a puppy. She's gotten a lot better. She's worked through it. She's gotten a lot better. She's usually like seven. She's usually just there, there to eat the poop. Yeah, she just wants their poops. Um, probably in like a seven or an eight out of ten. Okay. All right. Neediness scale. She's you know, pretty independent. She's pretty independent. I would say she's probably like a six. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Right. Rat scale. Rat. One to ten, deduct for bitchiness. She isn't really a brat, I feel like. Uh, I feel like I have much brattier dogs in my life. She's kind of like independent, goes with the flow. Yeah, I would say She's so. not super needy. She's pretty unbratty compared to my other one. <sighs> Maybe like a three or four? Yeah, I would say like a three or four. Okay. And bonus points. Here we go. Have hops. Maggie... 
Actually, you do have yeah. hops, girl. She's got pretty good hops. She does have pretty good hops. I would say she gets the three points. Yeah, I would agree. She destroys toys. She though. absolutely destroys toys. So she's not getting an extra for that. Can, can she do, do a, a trick? trick? She can do lots of tricks. Even though she wouldn't do it on the table, she really can. She can sit. She can shake. High five. Lay down. All right. We'll give it four. All right. All righty. And then. Goes potty quickly. If you yell at her to go potty, she will go potty. Plus two. Plus two. Plus, she gets the bonus points for dogs that have handicaps. So an extra 10 points. Yay. Extra 10. Excellent work. All right. On to the next. Who are we bringing up next? I kind of want to bring a sprout up here. All right. Let's do it. All righty, guys. So Sadie is a three-year-old Havanese. She lives for toys and bones. But she also loves to play with friends. Her favorite thing to do is to go to the mountains on an adventure with her friends, like we said. And she may look small, but she's got the heart of a big dog. She loves to cuddle, but watch out. If you touch her while she's sleeping, expect a growl. Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Sprout. She's otherwise known. Yeah, she's known as Sprout yeah. and Booch. Most of the time she's Booch. Yes, to me, she's a Sprout. All right, Sadie, we're here to rank you. Okay, Sades. First up, sitting ability. All right, Sadie. Sit. Sit. They don't want to sit on the table. Oh, that was pretty good. That wasn't too bad. It was like a few seconds delayed. Let's say a seven. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, overall behavior. She's been pretty good lately. Mm. A little rude to Lucy. Sometimes she can be rude to her sister. I would say a seven out of ten. Okay, seven out of ten. Uh, let's see here. A potty trainness. Mm, she's pretty good for the most part. She normally will try not to have accidents in the house. I would say an eight out of ten. All right, eight out of ten. Good girl, Sprout. How about listening skills? Mm. Mm. very bad in this category very bad when sprout decides she doesn't want to listen she just doesn't no she just does she just pretends like she can't hear you yeah exactly i would say five out of ten yeah uh let's see here walking skills are you a good walker miss sprout not really she does a lot of huffing and puffing and tugging (laughs) she's not very good Uh, i'd say yeah like a three out of ten for that one all right protect this house you she does go wild. She probably gets the same score as Maggie. Yeah. They try hard, but they're only so show big. Exactly. You know? They only try babies. Okay, so like an eight out of ten. Yeah. All right. Rabbit respect. Sadie has a lot ten of rabbit out of respect. 10, I she would gets say. ten out of ten. She, she loves has the rabbits. hella respect for the rabbits. And uh, neediness skill. She's very independent. She gets a ten. All right. Boom. Ten out of ten. And brat scale. She can be bratty. I would say a six out of 10. Okay. And bonus points. Does she have hops? No. No hops. She has no hops. She can barely hop on the couch. Doesn't she can't dis- get on the bed. Oh, yeah, no. She She's can't scared of floors. Anything. No, she Slippery is. floors. Doesn't destroy toys? <laughs> <laughs> no, she definitely does. Yeah. Definitely destroy. She's like the master. She will destroy them thread by thread. Mm. And um, can she do any tricks? Um... I've never seen her do a trick in my life. <laughs> I think she can sit. That's it. She can sit. She okay. can lay down. Okay. She does not deserve an extra no, four. No, she doesn't get an extra four <laughs> points. She doesn't have any special tricks. And goes potty quickly. No. No? All right. Well, Dang. she's better than Bernie. 
She gets like, is that an out of 10 one? It's a plus two. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, she doesn't get those bonus points. Bummer. All right, Sprout, you're done. Thank you for uh, showing. Thanks for playing. Bye. Next up, who do we want to do? Let's bring up Charlie. Oh, the char boy. All right, so Charlie, or Charles for fancy, <laughs> is a Bijon Frise. Mm-hmm. He's a middle-aged Frenchman. And Charlie was quite the player growing up. He spent the first six and a half years of his life in a puppy mill and has hundreds of grand pups and great grand pups as well. Yeah, that's right, Char. His favorite food is the fresh cheese, the freshest of the cheese. <laughs> he prefers Havarti cheese and mm-hmm. um, deli meat. So he's living quite the fancy life these days. He's a Fr- Frenchman that's fancy. Yes. He prefers to spend his days napping in the king size bed and is convinced that the bed belongs to him and he is always enjoying basking in the sun on the deck when it's warm. Yes, he loves to sunbathe. His favorite toy is the pink elephant named Ellie. And a fun fact about Sir Charles is that he is constantly softly crying. You can hear it even when he's happy. It's almost yep. like a soft purr. purr. Yep, he really is always like he's <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> very pathetic. <laughs> All right, Charlie. All right, Charlie. Are you ready to be judged? He's like, no, I'm not ready to be judged. Here we go. Overall behavior. Char. He's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. I would say he's probably like an eight or a nine. Yeah. He did shit behind me a few weeks ago. But oh, it's yeah. Okay. He I almost did stepped shit in it, but it's you. all right. <laughs> Horrible. Love him still. Sitting ability, negative a thousand. He doesn't do anything like that. Yeah. He no. gets a zero. For- yeah, absolutely zero. Potty trainness. He's like I said, he shit on my floor. He shit on your floor. So that's not great. But also I think that was my fault because he was screaming yeah, at me. And he I was, was like, stop screaming at me, Charlie. He needed to go out. That was totally my fault. Normally he tries to let me know that he needs to go. Let's give him like a seven. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay. And let's see. Listening skills. It depends on who you're asking. To me, he listens to me. To everyone else, he doesn't listen to anyone else. So, That's true, yeah. But he listens to you very well. He listens so to he gets me very well. All right, <laughs> ten. There we go. Walking skills. Um, he gets like a one because he sucks at walking. He's extremely slow, and if you what? put him on a leash, well, I was gonna say he gets a better grade than that because he doesn't even need a leash. Sometimes he stays right with us. He oh, doesn't that's wander. True. He never. He's very good. Oh no, he doesn't need a leash. So that I'd say he he's gets like slow. a seven for that. Okay, no, that's true. If you want to look at it like that, that's a very good point. He's not good on the leash, but he's better just off the leash doing his own thing. Hey, that's fine. Good job, Char. All right, protect this house. You can't protect shit with your eight teeth. I'm yeah. going to give you his, like a one. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> rabbit respect. He definitely yeah. respects the rabbits. He gets a 10 for that. He loves for sure. the rabbits. And the neediness. Oh, man. <sighs> Charlie's very needy. He definitely gets a one, as in he's the most needy dog I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> Brat skill. I call him a big bratty boy. Um, so he's definitely bratty. I would give you a nice... He's nine or bratty. ten yeah i, I would give him say. a ten honestly he's a full-on bra- look at him he's pawing at me right now because i stopped yeah. touching him for one second <laughs> such a brat <laughs> all right bonus points does he have hops um not really no nope. no he doesn't get no doesn't destroy toys he does not destroy toys yep gets that um can do a trick he can't do anything <laughs> that requires a trick <laughs> and goes potty quickly usually he does go if i yell at him to go potty he will go potty all right all right. Well, our first contestants are pretty good. I don't know. There's a lot of competition here, but we will be back after a short word from our sponsors. Yes. 
All right. Next up is Miss Lucy. Lucy, what would you say the overall behavior is for her? Um, you know, <laughs> Lucy's still learning. <laughs> I'd say she gets a four out of 10. Yeah. She's made improvements. So she gets a few points for that, but we're still working on it. All right. And what is her, what would her sitting ability be? Okay. Lucy, 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 come. She's just a little excited right now to be in the studs. Um, I would say she gets like a two. A two. I'm sorry, but what the hell? She's she sit. Well, she's she did she's sit right there. Okay, fine. Then, like, what do you want? A four? She just took her a couple seconds. Okay, fine. We can give her a couple of seconds. Okay, how about potty training? I don't know. I would say like a six. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listening skills. Uh, really bad. Like, <laughs> like three. Oh no, listening skills. All right, walking skills. How does she do on walks? Not the worst walker, but not the best. She gets like a six. Okay. How about protect this house? Is she protective? Yeah, definitely. She definitely gets probably like a nine for that. Okay. And uh, rabbit respect. Not very good at that. Mm -mm. Well, she tries. But she's like, she can't handle herself. No, she can't be like trusted. Absolutely not. Um, Probably a, let's say three. Mm. Neediness. She's pretty needy. She's pretty damn She's needy. She's pretty needy. She wants a lot of love. I'd say like an eight. She can be independent when she needs to. Oh, opposite. So I'd say a two. Perfect. All right. And let's see here. Brat scale. Uh, she can be a big brat. I'd say like a seven. Minus seven. Damn. Yep. All right. Bonus points. Does she have hops? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She definitely has hops. has hops. Yeah, she's got hops. Uh, doesn't destroy toys. She destroys toys. She definitely destroys toys. Uh, can do a trick at any type. No. Nope. And goes potty quickly. Yep. Boom. All right. Who's next? All right. Next up, we have Little Miss Cookie in the house. Cookie. Bring the cookie up. The cook. Cookie is the newest addition to our family of dogs here. She recently came to us through Craigslist. I'll tell you more about that in a second. So Cookie is an 11-month-old Maltese Havanese mix. She is so, so sweet, and we found her on Craigslist a few months ago. Josh actually was the one to find her. Yes. And at first, Joel thought he was going to adopt her, but we quickly realized that she loves other dogs, and he doesn't have any other dogs, so Janelle ended up taking her, Mm -hmm. and it worked out really well. So her favorite treat is anything that is not her actual dog food yeah <laughs> she loves people food this she loves begs. people food oh my she's gosh. a big beggar doesn't want doesn't want to eat her own food no it's like eh, she's like less. oh but you have something spicy like, oh, i want me. that yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> her favorite toy is her little stuffed cow and a fun fact about cookie is that she likes to run behind you and nip on your calves yep and she's also got insane jumps. She's got skills. insane hops, you guys. She's yeah. like airborne. She really is. She's a funny little girl. Sweet she's cook. a little shy, but she's a total sweetheart. Definitely shy, but she's coming out of her shell. Okay, time to rank. Overall behavior of Miss Cook. Um, she's pretty well behaved, honestly. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's still a puppy, so we got to give her a little bit of slack because yep. no one else is a puppy. That's true. So she's still a little got that puppy energy. Mm-hmm. I would say probably like a seven yeah, yeah i would say so she's been very good yeah she's very good uh sitting ability is honestly like a two and only because she will only sit when john my boyfriend asks her to like she really <laughs> loves john <laughs> definitely the favorite 
potty trainness. Oh. Ooh, not so good. She peed on my bed this week. So that was so oh. fun. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give her like a six. Okay. She's not terrible, but not great. <laughs> Listening skills. Um, she definitely wants to please and wants to understand what you want her to do, but she's just still so scared. <laughs> I would say she's probably like a, a six on the listening scales. Walking skills. She's pretty good at walking, honestly. She's yeah. good on a walk. Yeah, no problem there. I would say like a 10 out of 10, honestly. She's really good at walking. Um, let's see here. Protect this house. She doesn't protect jack shit. I'd give her a one. Rabbit respect. She... Yeah, she'll chase them, yeah. but she wasn't. She won't like hurt them. No, she was like run up to them. Yeah, exactly. I would say like a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, neediness skill. She scale. She is definitely not very needy at all. No, she's. Pr- I would say honestly, she's like a ten out of independence because she, while she loves humans, she's slowly starting to love humans. She's definitely very cautious of them. She's definitely an independent girl, though. Yes. All right, brat scale. Not bratty. No, I would say not bratty at all, honestly. Yeah. Very good splooge. Um, and let's see here. Have hops. Hell yeah, she's has hops. Doesn't destroy toys. She does not destroy toys. Nope. Um, can do a trick. She can only sit, so I guess that counts. But she can't she won't sit for me. She'll only sit for John. Hey, it's a trick. It's a, trick's a, trick. a trick. And goes potty quickly. Yes, she actually flies outside every time and goes pee immediately, so I'll give her that. Good girl. Good girls, blues. And overall, good girl. Yay. All right, next All right, up. Bring in the last one. That is Mr. Bernie. Beasel. Come here, bud. This is Bernie. Bernie is named after Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. He is a four-year-old Havanese. He enjoys cuddling with his mom and dad, sitting on anyone's lap, peeing in the house. Mm. But his favorite activity is car ride time. Yes. And he prefers humans over dogs yes. 100%. In fact, I think he wishes he was a human. He does. And sometimes I think he thinks he is mm-hmm. one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I In fact, agree. he's like, what is this podcast topic? You didn't send me any notes in advance, yeah. so I'm not prepared. He's like, and you want me to be part of the dog show? He's like, I thought I was being the judge. I don't understand. <laughs> All right. Overall behavior for Mr. B. He's been pretty good lately. I would say he gets a seven. Okay. Sitting ability. He's very good at sitting. Should we test it? No, you don't even like, trust me guys. This guy will do any, especially if a treat, he'll be good to go. He'll sit. He'll sit. All right. Potty trained. Really bad. (laughs) Uh, He likes to pee on things just for fun. Yeah. It's just like a barking. Yeah. He's like a, it's like a big fuck. I think he gets a two out of 10 for that. Yikes. All right. Listening skills. Pretty, yeah, pretty good. Six. Yeah. And let's see here. Uh, Walking skills. Not great. He's all right. He gets a five. Better than Sadie. Okay. Let's see here. Protect his house. Uh, He does pretty good with that, but he's not too scary. So I'd say a five. (laughs) And rabbit respect. He respects the rabbits. He He does. does. He gets a 10 for that. Neediness. He's pretty needy. He gets a 10. (laughs) Or a one. Or a one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Brat scale. Very bratty. Oh, no. Like a one. Well, he would get more. Oh, right. Sorry. So oh. Probably like a six. Deduct points. Oh, no. All right. Bonus section. Does he have hops? No. Well, he does. He gets one of those points. <laughs> no, it's an all or nothing. That's what we've done for all well, of I ours. Well, I guess he does have hops then. Does he? Not okay. like cooch hops. No. But-, but yeah, he's got hops. Okay. 
Let's see. Doesn't destroy toys. Which, by the way, I call Janelle's dog Cooch. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you guys didn't pick that up. But we all call her <laughs> little Cooch. It's fun. Um, okay. Does he destroy toys? Uh, no. Good job, Beazel. Goes, or can he do any type of trick? Nope. Or yes. Yeah, he, he can, can spin. Do, yeah, he can do a trick. He can do tricks. Does he go potty quickly? No. Oh, no. Absolutely Bean. not. No, you take your sweet ass time. Takes huh? the longest. All right, guys, that's it. We are going to go ahead and tally up the scores and we'll be back with the winner. All right. So let's start with third place. All right. Third place is Miss Sadie. Oh, wow. With Sadie. a score of 64. Wow. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Second place winner, Miss Maggie, with oh. a score of 79. Nice, Maggie. That's right. Not too bad. And finally, folks, first place of the winner of the National Sesh Dog Show is Mr. Oakley, coming in with a score <laughs> of 80. Okay. Oh, hell. He barely beat Mr. Oakley. Cheers, Mr. Oakley. He's really come a long way because yeah, a year he ago he was a psycho. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Pyrenees puppies are out of control. He was out of control. <laughs> yes, they're like little T Rexes until they turn into little giant bears. Men. Yes, but he's giant a very bears. good boy now. He is. All right, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed that <laughs> bounce of entertainment. That was honestly really fun for us to do. And oh yeah, and if you were wondering who came in last place, I'll just tell you all of them. It's Oakley Mooch which is uh, Maggie, Sadie, Cookie, Charlie, Bernie, Lucy. There you oh, go. Oh, poor Lucy. Sorry, Miss Goose. She's still learning the ropes. She she is. She oh. came from the streets. Yeah, she was She homeless. was a stray. She was a stray. She's like, what the fuck is order, know. law and order? Yeah, she says, what? <laughs> so she's trying. It's okay. Maybe next year, Lucy. Maybe next year. All right, moving on to the true story of Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, so first of all, let's go over what they teach us in school because it is quite different from the actual story. For real. It's very sugar-coated and hides the ugly truth of Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So there aren't many records to talk about exactly what happened. I mean, this was all a really, really long time ago. You mean there's no vlog footage? <laughs> no, no vlogs, There's no vlogs that we can get on, like a Native American vlog nope, channel? No TikToks, nothing. Wow. We're normally told that we are celebrating the first Thanksgiving and the pilgrims who landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts, fresh off the Mayflower in 1621. Mm -hmm. That was a long time ago. Damn. Mm -hmm. And we're told that they celebrated their harvest by enjoying a huge potluck dinner with turkey and mashed potatoes and all the Thanksgiving classics. Mm -hmm. I honestly hate all that. Wait, food. real quick. Okay, I know you hate it, but like, if you had to pick one of the foods served on Thanksgiving, what would you pick? What's your fave? Bread. She's like, I knew you were gonna say. I was about to be like, she's gonna be like bread. <laughs> okay, I don't like fair. mashed potatoes. I don't like potatoes in general. I'm really not into turkey. It's gross. Yeah. I hate gravy. Oh I God. hate cranberry what sauce. Is, what the? I don't fuck? like green beans. Well, I do like green beans, but I don't like green bean casserole. I'm very picky. I don't like any of it. It's so gross to me. <laughs> How rude. My favorite is sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top. You know what? That one's okay if it has the marshmallows though. Yeah. With like the brown sugar crumble. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And my second favorite is green bean casserole. What's your favorite pie? My favorite pie, probably a pumpkin pie, honestly. Like I'm a classic hoe. Classic? I really love mm. a pumpkin. What's yours? I really like, well, for Thanksgiving, I tend to like lemon pie, but not on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Not like, yeah. For Thanksgiving pie. I like... I like pecan, which okay, I know you don't that like. That makes pecan. me want to quit the show and leave because I <laughs> literally hate pecan pie with a passion. I like pecan pie. I like pumpkin too, but pecan with some like 
nice cold ice cream. Oh, it so tastes good, like bitch. Jellied trash. Anyways, no jellied <laughs> trash. I hate. Pecan. Wow, that was dramatic. <laughs> And we're told that the English were completely ignorant to living in a new place, which is true, actually. They were barely prepared. Um, and when they landed, they met a man named Squanto, who was part of the Wampanoag Nation. Yes. And he helped the English learn how to hunt, to grow corn, to survive. And without Squanto, the English would have died. Now, that part is pretty true. Yeah, that's very accurate. Um, he also created a treaty between the Wampanoag Nation and the Pilgrims to make sure that everyone had mutual protection since they were going to be sharing the land now, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Mm-hmm. So in the watered-down version, the Pilgrims basically finished eating dinner and they were shooting guns off just for fun after Thanksgiving. And the Wampanoag leader, Massasoit, heard the gunshots and thought, you know, what was that? And went that direction to see what it was. And once he got there with all of his boys, the English invited them to stay and enjoy the fun of Thanksgiving. And the feast lasted for three days. They spent their time making new friends and having the time of their lives. The end. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Black Friday Happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye, guys. Send us good deals that you find. Bye. (laughs) See you in the next session. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just kidding. Not really. That's not really what happened. No. This is a bunch of bullshit. That's what we're told. That's what I thought for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is that they just helped us. It's a celebration of helping each other. Yeah, a bunch of Being dumb grateful. English people were like, I don't know how to grow corn here. And they're like, oh my God, let me help you, you stupid fools. And we were like, okay, thank you so much. And you're appreciative. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not what fucking happened. No, and there, I mean, there was a dinner. Some of those things, there's like yeah, a little bits yeah, of okay, truth we'll, in there. We'll, we'll touch on the truth. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, so let's talk about what really went down, okay? So a little backstory. In the early 1600s in England, it was illegal to be a part of any other church other than the Church of England. Shit was corrupt. Yeah, and a lot of people were not having this, obviously. No, it was strict as hell. It was basically, you have to follow exactly what we say or you're fucked. Exactly. And so these group of people called separatists, they were, I guess, considered like the radical group. It's because they were separate. They were separate from the everyone else, the church of England. Wow. Okay. Incredible. Um, But they wanted more freedom. They were over the bullshit. They were over Mm -hmm. being controlled and they were tired of, you know, being under their wing, I guess. So they told what to believe. Yeah. So the separatists decided to leave and go to the Netherlands, but unfortunately shit was bad as well. They had religious freedom, but they thought war would break out any minute between the Spanish and the Dutch. So they dipped again and made a move to America. And it's important to remember that they were not the first group to come to America and colonize the land. There were actually already British settlers at the time who had already established a colony in Jamestown, Virginia. Yes. So the pilgrims hop on the Mayflower and for the next two months, they make their way to America. Imagine it taking (laughs) two months to get to America on ship. Like, what would you do every day? You can't do anything. There's no TikTok. There's no no Instagram. There's no damn Twitter. And not like they had these things outside of the boat anyway, but how boring. Because normally you could do your chores or like go do your errands. You're filled with your everyday tasks, Mm -hmm. but you're just stuck on a boat with your shitty family. And something tells me it was not no damn cruise ship that people are used to nowadays. Definitely not a cruise ship. There was no buffet. There was no No. room service. No, there was no kid area on the boat. Yeah. Two months straight? Two months straight? That's a long time, honestly. I can't imagine even a week straight Yep, of well, that type of condition. Yeah, know? for real. Like, no. send me for a week on the Royal Caribbean, for <laughs> sure. But, you know, <laughs> this like, sounds pretty dumb. bad. 
No, I agree. I don't think it was great conditions. Mm -hmm. And honestly, this is even more awkward, but they were planning to land at the Hudson River in New York, but they went off course a little because I guess like Google Maps fucked up or something (laughs) and they landed near Cape Cod instead. Oh, damn. Um, But they only lasted a few months there. So then once they were done with Cape Cod, they sailed across the Massachusetts Bay to a place called Plymouth. The pilgrims didn't think any of these things through, though, and their timing was absolutely terrible. Really they, bad. Like, really bad. They left England in September and arrived in November, and obviously, by the time they got to Plymouth and everything was, you know, ready to go, it was December, so it's fucking cold <laughs> in the uh, Northeast. Yeah, okay. Massachusetts in the winter, it ain't fun. It ain't cute. It's not. It ain't cute. It was cold they as shit. Were, they were pretty surprised, mm-hmm. and they had to, you know, plant their crops and stuff out in the middle of the freezing landscape in Massachusetts. Yeah. Good luck starting a uh, garden in the middle of winter. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think it through too much. No. Um, Actually, a lot of them got really sick and died um, before the spring Mm -hmm. hit because they didn't know shit about surviving here in these weathers. I mean, it was totally different um, crop, you know, like land and Uh weather, and they really just didn't know a lot. I guess they tried to plant a ton of European crops, but they all died because, again, they weren't native to the land, so they didn't know how, you know, this soil worked and stuff. I mean, maybe they just brought seeds, but I'm thinking, like, if they brought actual crops or sprouts starting, it must have been seeds. I'm sure they brought seeds, but my guess is that they brought seeds, put them in the ground, and were like, okay, go ahead. And then they were like, wait, (laughs) shit, why isn't anything working? (laughs) Oh, it's because you're in a different part of the world. And of course, with them, they brought a bunch of disease because that's what American settlers are known for. Yes. And they spread a horrible disease all throughout the Wampanoag tribe. And the tribe was actually reduced from about 8,000 people to 1,500 people because of that. So it's incredibly devastating. That is absolutely devastating. Yeah. I mean, really, really sad to think about. So finally, in March of 1621, spring had sprung and the pilgrims were introduced to Massasoit, the chief who then introduced him to Squanto. All right, guys. So this is kind of where the, you know, little sugar-coated story interlays with this story. Mm-hmm. Um, Squanto really did help them, you know, learn how to hunt and how to fish and how to grow their own food, how to work with the land that they live on now. He was really trying to help them establish, you know, their own, essentially. Yeah. Because they were clueless. They were absolutely clueless. So thank God for Squanto. Yeah. He did not have to do that. I mean, they could have taken them out at their weakest. They were all struggling, barely getting by. And they chose to make the decision to help them instead, to teach them how to maneuver their lands and how to get proper crops and all the shit. All the shit. Cheers to that. Hey, guys, I told you this is drunk history for a reason. This is what you asked for. This is what the people want, okay? It's hitting me for sure. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay, so Squanto also did help help establish a treaty between the Wampanoag mm-hmm. Nation and the Pilgrims. So that, again, is true. Um, and a lot of the natives from Wampanoag um, disregarded the treaty and were like, no, we absolutely don't want to follow mm-hmm. this. We don't agree with this. Because they didn't trust them. We don't want to join the alliance. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. So after the pilgrims got their shit together, they decided to throw a big party to celebrate the fact that they made it through the winter. The pilgrims were like, fuck yeah, we survived. <laughs> about half of us. With but about half of okay. us. And thank God for native folks who were here to save our lives. Mm-hmm. Or we'd be dead. Mm-hmm. And no one knows the exact date of the celebration, but we believed it happened somewhere between September and November of 1621. So I think that's the 
you know, thing that everyone is taught of like, oh, we had a big celebration mm-hmm. together. I wonder what would have happened if Squanto just didn't step in and let them die, you know? Well, then we probably wouldn't be here. Or there's a chance that maybe. Yeah. Maybe a, there a is lot a of chance. Them, yeah. A lot of, I mean, what would be America? We can thank the Native Americans for helping us. That's honestly such a great day. point too. Yeah. That's, that's a great point because Thanksgiving again, thanks giving is thanks we should be thankful Mm -hmm. to the native um people that helped us Mm -hmm. establish ourselves here it's so true that's why this holiday should be more about that and understanding this story and understanding ways we can help give back i agree and repair some of the damage that we've done to those their communities it's sick yep so you know the pilgrims were having this whole celebration and so uh the massasoit nation showed up with like 90 of the people you know in the um nation and they were like gonna join the the feast they were down yeah. to do it and it was like a big celebration you yeah. know so that part of the story is true that yeah. they all did get together yep. massasoit brought deer fish and ducks to share for the next few days and they had this lit ass party celebrating the fact that they were alive I'm a lot. and of course the natives were part of the party because without them the pilgrims would have starved to death and froze out there. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So when schools say that the pilgrims and the natives all ate together in peace and harmony, they weren't lying, but they didn't really tell the rest of the story. They kind of just ended it there. Like, and they all had this wonderful feast full of ducks and chickens and turkeys and cornbread or whatever the fuck. And that was it. It doesn't even sound like turkey was part of it. It was deer, fish and duck. Why are we eating turkey? (laughs) I I like turkey. (laughs) What would you rather have instead of turkey? Um, probably like a fish or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. like a or big like a, shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Oh shit, a shrimp like cocktail. A giant shrimp cocktail a for the shot, table. Like a thousand piece shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. Could you mm-hmm. imagine? Everyone's like, gather around the shrimp cocktail, folks. <laughs> I've be been nice. cooking this shrimp cocktail for seven <laughs> hours here. <laughs> hey, it'd be a lot easier than turkey. My <laughs> God, I never want to learn how to cook. To cook one. <laughs> How to cook to one. Cook, cook, cook one. Okay. Time for my next glass of wine. <laughs> okay. So after this, more people came to America from England and the area became more and more populated. So again, people continued to migrate over here. And, you know, the Wampan- Wampanoag people had a sense of community and property. They understood what their land was and where it ended, but that they didn't own it. They were very into sharing mm-hmm. their land. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you know, technically own this land, it's still under the impression that like we're all here for the same reason we all share their same respect for the land and that was not the case they were basically under this English. understanding that you know we all no one really owns the exactly. land this is mother nature's land right that we are just here to use it temporarily and so they're all about sharing it with whoever came right across the land that was kind of rightfully theirs they they didn't really see it as theirs at the same time right it was the settlers that were all about yours and mine. Exactly. Yeah. They were kind of under the impression that like, okay, English people, pilgrims, you can mm-hmm. come in and, you know, maybe this will be quote your land, but really it's, it's, it's our land. And that's kind of a mutual understanding. So obviously when the pilgrims came, they wanted to buy land for the Wampanoags and they thought they were buying into the country and they were going to steal the land. Um, and because of this, things got violent. It did. So this is where a lot of the attacks start. One of the biggest being the green corn ceremony in 1637, um, also known as the green corn massacre. Basically one of the native tribes name, um, the Pequots were celebrating 
it was an annual celebration that celebrates the yearly harvest. They mm-hmm. were doing like the green corn ceremony. And it still happens to this day. Yeah, absolutely. It celebrates the yearly harvest of corn and new beginnings to come. It lasts for four days and it is practiced by various Native American tribes, like you said, to this mm-hmm. day. Um, the, but the Pequot tribe didn't agree with the original Tweety. <laughs> Tweety. <laughs> Here we go, guys. <laughs> with the original Tweety. <laughs> With the original treaty um, that Squanto negotiated between the Wampanoag and English. So the Pequot were like, fuck that. I don't Mm -hmm. agree with that. And because of the disagreement and the fact that the English slash pilgrims thought they had the right to the land, they decided to kill any Native American that they crossed. This was a big turning point. Absolutely. In the way that, you know, Natives were treated by the pilgrims. After this green corn massacre, not many people from the Pequot tribe survived, unfortunately. And even after this massacre, pilgrims continued attacking villages. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And they treated them like they weren't even human. I mean, absolute disgrace, some of these leaders. Oh, terrible. Really disgusting, like putting their heads on sticks. Yeah, They would take people's newborn babies and murder them right in front of them. I know this is supposed to be a lighthearted show, but you know, but at the same time we have yeah. to be real. Yeah. I mean, it was shit terrible, was terrible, it's a disgusting massacre. And you know, they were even uh, capturing native folks and filling boats with native people and selling mm-hmm. them as slaves and then sending them back to England, mm-hmm. which is like, Oh, human like trafficking has been a lot around for a long time. That's such a good point. And it makes me so mad because like pilgrims, you left England to get away from mm-hmm. the bullshit. And now mm-hmm. you're sending folks who have been here forever back to that same place. That's the thing though. They were still about the bullshit though. They were still wrapped up in that. They just wanted to be like slightly more free. Yeah. Than the people at home. No, it's absolutely true. Um, women and children were sold as, sold as slaves, like we said, mm-hmm. and others were just straight up killed, sadly. It was really, really bad. It's terrible. Um, so after that day, the new governor declared celebration and Thanksgiving would be in honor of their great victory. They really took this mm-hmm. as a victory. Mm-hmm. What they were doing, it wasn't like, oh, it's shady. Let's just kind of push it under the rug and pretend it didn't happen. No, they were very proud of what they did. It's like conquering Yeah, Yeah. it really was. They were Mm -hmm. so thrilled to be able to kill all these innocent people and kidnap all these innocent people. Yeah, the amount of people that the pilgrims killed or spread disease to or directly killed or enslaved is the numbers are huge. I mean, this is the biggest genocide of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that we are sitting here celebrating Thanksgiving on the day of the biggest genocide of our history. You know, it's it's maddening. It absolutely it's disgusting. Is. No, it really is. It, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. But no, but I think honestly, we've though, got to remember, we can't just be like, Oh, it's all fine. No, you know? but I feel like you can still enjoy your Thanksgiving with a different mindset of like yeah. an appreciation to native Americans and appreciation yes. to your family. Like we don't have to, you know, completely disregard giving thanks and, you mm-hmm. know, getting together as a family on this mm-hmm. holiday. I understand that it's important to a lot of folks and I respect that, but I think it's important for us to understand really what the history was so that Mm -hmm. when we are sitting down at the end of the day, maybe we can even take a few moments to really give thanks to native Americans and to understand what native American people are still going through to this day and what this holiday is like for them. It's terrible. Yep. That's a great point. I, that's a great point. You know, so I feel like a lot of times we act like, Oh, this was in the past. This was in Mm -hmm. the past. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No native Americans are still treated absolutely terribly. Um, and they, and they were, they deserve a lot more than they have to be completely frank. Um, so I guess, you know, after their great victory, they decided that they were going to call it 
the official quote, all pilgrims Thanksgiving, which makes me want to throw the fuck mm-hmm. up. So you're basically you're having like an all white people Thanksgiving. Yep. That's exactly what it was like ugh, sick. Interesting how textbooks uh, and simple Google searches don't bother to, Mm-mm. you know, give that information because it doesn't look good. No, it's terrible. To this day, Native Americans gather at Coles Hill in Plymouth, Massachusetts for the National Day of Mourning. It is dedicated um, to remembering those who were treated so terribly on Thanksgiving. So fast forward a little bit. Let's kind of get into how this specific, you know, day in November became Thanksgiving. So in 197 or excuse me, in 1789, when George Washington became president, he wanted a day to celebrate all of these successful massacres, which again is absolutely disgusting. I'm sure that's not how he worded it, but yeah, no, but I mean, low key, like that's what he was celebrating, right? His victory. Yeah. His victory, which is victory of killing people who were here before you. Okay. That makes literally no sense. Um, but when he created the Thanksgiving proclamation, he never mentioned the native Americans, not once once, even though we would not have, I mean, we probably wouldn't be here without them. No, we wouldn't. It's so sad. There's a good chance that, America today would not be the way it was without the Native Americans' help. There, I mean, not even a good chance. That is the truth. That is the truth. I mean, we would not be here without our Native American friends who have helped us along the way. Yeah. And that some of them we have murdered. Yeah. It's just really, really, yeah. You can't look at this holiday the same way after you know this information. No. And sorry, not sorry, if you're just now hearing about this. Yeah. You should. So fast forward to the mid 1800s when Abe Lincoln became president, he decided Thanksgiving should be a national holiday and it'd be the last Thursday of November. Um, Since this was the civil war, you know, during this time of Abe Lincoln, he thought it would bring the country together if they had a day that was all about being you know, Mm -hmm. thankful and being with family and blah, 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 whatever. Um, Then fast forward to 1939, president FDR decided to move Thanksgiving to the fourth (laughs) Thursday instead of the last, because he wanted people to start Christmas shopping sooner to boost the economy during the great depression. Isn't that interesting? This holiday literally came out of the great depression. You know, it was, this date was used and this story was used, but it was really for economic reasons, which it still is. Yep. Like I have to be honest with you. I think it genuinely still is like most of the people and I'm saying like everyday folks, but like media and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they really do market it as a day for shopping. Oh, absolutely. A day for spending money. Yeah. And like, I feel like once Thanksgiving is over, it really kicks off the Christmas shopping. Right. Yeah, totally. And I mean, back then it worked, it really did stimulate the economy. So after that, they kept it as a holiday every year. And did you know that Black Friday is literally the most marketed day of the year? It makes sense. It's huge for shopping. I feel like this year, though, could be a little bit different. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like people will still be out. Is this year going to be different? I'm very curious about how the parade, the dog show. It sounds like I all guess it's is all still, still going. going. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll be at home. That's, That's scary. That's I'll be at scary. home and hitting up Cyber Monday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the very short drunken version of thanksgiving folks we're not too drunk i'm not too drunk no not too terrible i mean could be worse yeah i can still read yeah i can still read (laughs) but yeah um we just kind of wanted to yeah test the waters a little bit with this is our first time drinking and doing history we didn't want to completely screw up the story especially this is such an important story yeah so if you want to see more history episodes in the future be sure to give this video a thumbs up if you're here on youtube and we will do more. There's so many stories in history and some that aren't as 
depressing and yeah. serious. I mean, that's the, the hard thing is we're trying to have some fun right now, but totally. this is a really serious yes, thing. And, I agree. you know, at the end of the day, we have to remember what this day is really all about yeah. and spread that to people who don't know, because a lot of us are just uneducated when it comes to the truth of Thanksgiving. So yeah. hopefully you guys can, you know, pass the story on to yes. family members who don't know the truth Yeah, and ruin their Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> ruin their things i feel like it doesn't need to be about the way of like here mom and dad or grandma and grandpa let me ruin it for you and tell you how terrible we are but instead of like you know it can be as simple as hey guys let's sit down and you know really Mm -hmm. talk about what the natives did for us and how Mm -hmm. they helped us and how honestly there's a good chance that none of us would be here without them and And be truly thankful for that yeah i agree be truly thankful for for squanto like for real yeah so Anyways, hey, cheers to Squanto. Cheers to Squanto and all the Native Americans who helped us get to to where we are now. Yeah, who helped us get to where we are now. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. But that's kind of it for our drunk history. Hopefully you guys enjoy this. I know it was a little bit different, a little bit, you know, out there, I guess. A little bit more unorganized than our usual shit. But this this is is the sesh. sesh. Yay, this is a sesh. I mean, expect the unexpected. We're just here to have a good time. And hopefully you guys had a good time with us. So... Thanks for joining us. Hopefully yes. you do have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. And keep it safe. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please keep it safe. Yeah. Please yeah. be smart. Social distance. Wear a mask. But enjoy your food if that's what you're eating. And if that's what you're eating. Enjoy your food if that's what you're eating. I'm eating air, actually. I'm eating air. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Wait. Let us know what your favorite Thanksgiving side or whatever is. I'm curious. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite Because everyone has something different. Food. Like John's is... Tur- uh, is gravy like that's his favorite Ew, is like disgusting. the gravy and the turkey and Ugh. you hate that <laughs> so sick my favorite is like i said the sweet potato casserole and probably the cranberry sauce that's like lit and the green bean casserole too okay, I love Ew, casserole. it's all disgusting i will pass on all of it this year i <laughs> right. love it well hey we are thankful for you guys um it sounds cheesy as hell maybe because i'm just drinking but i just want to say for real thank you guys so much yeah, for we joining really us. are grateful we this really are grateful. so fun the fact that any of you want to listen to us <laughs> for real if you're <laughs> kind of blows here, our mind if you are still listening to us right now like let us know in the yeah. comments because i want to see We're who actually listens to actually the end. thankful yeah we really are we weren't show, like sure at the beginning you know starting this sesh how much people would want to listen to kendall and i just like banter about goofy like <laughs> shit but we love it <laughs> and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode so thanks again for watching and let us know any other history topics that you guys want to yes. see on a drunk history episode of the show we'll probably get more drunk next time yeah for sure some other topics well if there's some topics that maybe we can be a little bit like yeah. looser and bullshit a little bit more let us know but we obviously like didn't want to be disrespectful mm-hmm. anyway so this is just kind of a test run let us know what you think thanks for joining us again hopefully you have a wonderful thanksgiving and stay safe we will see you on the next sesh but until then keep, keep it, it fresh, fresh.